0: You are listening to As a Woman, episode 65 Adaptability. What does it mean to be adaptable? Why is it important? How can it help you? Listen now. Welcome to As a Woman, the podcast hosted by fertility physician, Dr. Natalie Crawford, to educate and empower women. Each week, learn about your health, your fertility, and how they relate to your true self. Become a part of the community, fostering collaboration over competition while learning how to authentically find your voice and amplify others as a woman. Hi friends, welcome back. So today I'm talking about adaptability and that's not really an easy topic. The truth is I am a type A planner. I love to plan. Probably one of my favorite parts of medical school was making lists, having a planner, different colored pens, making a plan on how to study, making a plan on what I was going to do. I mean, I love lists. I love to-do lists. I love planners. Love it. So that doesn't usually leave me in a very good place when things don't go according to plan. I've said it before, and I tell my patients this all the time. I love for the world to make sense. And to me, the world making sense is things going to plan. You have A, you get B. One plus one equals two. And suddenly when things are thrown at you that you don't expect and you have to regroup, well, that is being adaptable. And that's really where our true self lives. How do we deal with things that are hard? How do we deal with things that are unexpected? And really what I want to take home or what I want to instill inside of you is that these are the moments where we should allow ourselves to get in touch with our true goals. Because that's what it is. It is dealing with change. It is seeing something new in a new light and embracing that challenge or that change. This is not my strength, being honest. But it's something that I have changed my mind on. And I view these opportunities as the time to really refocus in. The time to simplify. The time to say, what is important to me? What is fluff? Get rid of some of the things that are just cluttering my world and decide, how can I really focus on doing the things that inspire me? Now, that's really complicated. You may be listening to this podcast right now, the middle of April on Easter when it's being released. And you may say, hey, I'm furloughed or I don't have a job, or my medical school curriculum is no longer in place and I'm not doing clinical rotations? Or I don't get to have a graduation or a match day? Or I don't get to go on that vacation that I've been planning and waiting for? Am I going to get to interview for fellowship? Are my kids gonna go to camp over the summer? Am I going to be able to speak at that conference that I was so excited about? I don't have the answer, so I'm not here to give you that. But I'm here to tell you that when faced with adversity, How you decide to spend your time is what defines you. And sometimes, meaning all the time, it is going to require some element of change. So I'm recording this podcast in my closet, like always, but I don't have a desk in here anymore. I moved it out of my room because I can't sit in my closet for eight hours a day doing virtual consults. I mean, I tried it for a couple weeks, and I think patients laughed seeing all my clothes and... I would say, welcome to my closet, but I need a window. I needed some sunshine. I missed feeling connected and just being in this dark space was too much. Now, the bad side is that, well, I still like the acoustics in my closet. So here we are on the ground, sitting on my pink rug with my coffee and my computer and my microphone. And when I'm talking to patients in my room, I'm much closer to where my kids are because my kids are home from school. And so when they're outside or they're in the bathroom, yep, they're pretty loud. So I have to adjust what I'm doing based on the fact that they are present. And that's okay. That's okay. The truth is this whole pandemic is shifting us in so many ways. And I'm using a very small idea of putting my desk out in my room. That really doesn't matter. I'm also getting used to talking to patients online during a really difficult time. I actually really like telemedicine. I like seeing their faces. But I'm finding some patients aren't absorbing information as well. And I'm having to repeat myself or answer questions that we already talked about. And I'm also finding that the emotional burden of patient encounters right now is extremely high. Yes, perhaps I'm not working like physically the same amount of hours, but I actually think I am, if not more, because I'm answering more emails. And each visit, trying to answer questions that I don't have the answers to, That is emotionally exhausting. And I have to work a little harder to make that connection over the screen. It's a little different than just being able to do it in person. So even though I am blessed to still have a job and I am thankful to take care of patients, my job is harder right now. And if you don't have a job, you're listening to me saying, so what, get over it because I don't have a job and I hear you. And now you're in a position where you've got to decide what are you going to do? Are you furloughed? Are you going to wait to see if they can bring you back? Is this the right job for you? Or is this a good opportunity for you to look for something different? I don't have the answer, but I think this is the perfect time that the universe has thrown at you for you to reevaluate your life. Are you doing what you want to be doing? And if so, how can you get back to doing it as soon as possible? Is there something you'd rather do? Maybe there's somewhere better for you to do it. Also a good time to look at that. So I think that's one question. That's my favorite question. What is your goal? What is your goal? How can we use this time to get you closer to your goal? And what are the things that are pulling you away from your goal? And how can you not do them? How can you start to say no to those things? It's also super interesting in this time. I feel like I'm getting more emails than ever, like all the time. And I can't get to them all. And it's not just about COVID-19. It's about all kinds of things, online promotion, support my campaign, be in my video, things that are great opportunities, but it's a little overwhelming. And I'm realizing that the emotional effort that's coming to do my primary job right now is starting to leave me with less available to give to other people. And so how can I refocus that? I'm creating content for myself and not for others. And I'm spending a lot of time with my kids when I can. So when I'm not in my closet or my room, I'm really enjoying the fact that I get to be with them for breakfast. That's not normally a thing for us. And that we get to cook dinner together and play around outside and watch their little imaginations grow and play board games like Clue and do those things. So when things come at me that I don't expect, maybe a job is not working out. Maybe I'm changing residencies. Maybe we're moving. Whatever it is, or there's a global pandemic, just imagine that. I go through the normal stages of grief like everybody. Denial, upset, angry, it's not fair. But then I try to come to the place of saying, you know what, I can't control these things. Some things are out of my control. And for a controlling girl to admit that, friends, that's a lot to say. But if things are not in my control, then what can I do? I've got to decide how to be me in those moments. And so I say, okay, well, in the face of X challenging situation, maybe it's a diagnosis, maybe it's a broken bone, maybe it's a job not working out, maybe it's being furloughed. What does that mean for me? What's important to me? What do I want out of life? And now a word from one of our sponsors, Apostrophe. With the temperature starting to warm up, Apostrophe will help you love the skin you're in. I personally love that you get access to an expert dermatology team, a tailored treatment plan. It's simple to sign up for your first visit, and there is no in-person appointment or trip to the pharmacy needed. We have a special deal for our audience. Get your first visit for only $5 at apostrophe.com A-A-W when you use our code A-A-W. That's a savings of $15. This code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash A-A-W and click get started. Then use the code A-A-W at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. Thank you, Apostrophe, for sponsoring this episode. And now a word from one of our sponsors, Ritual. Did you know that women were excluded from clinical research policy by federal law until 1993? But women belong in scientific research. They're essential and Ritual knows this. Know my shady business. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin that you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com A-A-W. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com A-A-W for 25% off. Thank you, Ritual. The thing that a global pandemic should show us is that life can change at any moment. And things that we took for granted, like our health, our family, spending time with friends, going to a park, buying toilet paper at a store, things can change really quickly. And that's life. That's what life is all about. Life is all about adapting to a different set of challenges at different times. And the way that you can do this is by staying true to who you are. I think that where people lose when they're faced with a challenge and where I have lost in the past is when I lose sight of who I am. And so that's happened to me in the past and I've talked about it. So when a job wasn't right for me and I would give even more to it to try to make it right, I would spend less time with my family and more time at the office. I'd schedule more patients and say yes to more things, trying to fill the gap of what was missing. And that's not the right behavior. So when things are challenging, If you can identify more quickly that they're not right for you or take the sign that, hey, things have to change one way or another. How can I be me in this process? That's where you're going to come out winning. And I really think this is a common theme in life, even if we don't understand it. And I get asked the question all the time. How can you be a mom and a doctor and balance and do all these things and be on social media? Man, you deal with the challenge in front of you and you adapt to rise to the occasion. I mean, that is exactly what medical training is. You think college is hard. How do you get everything done? And then you go to medical school and you say, college was so easy. What was I doing? Then you think medical school is hard. Studying for step tests. Oh my gosh. We took months off to study for step one. It was so hard, so hard. Then you go to residency and now you're a doctor in charge of people. And you're trying to do other things at the same time. Like learn. How are you? You'd give anything for a month to just read a book and learn because you're working 80 hours a week and trying to take care of people, and it's insanity. Then you sit for your boards. Step one was a dream. Oh, my gosh, your boards are so hard. And how do you study for boards when you're out practicing or in fellowship? The bar always gets raised. Then you're a new mom, and you've got a baby that won't sleep. Yet you're on call and have to go in and do emergency surgery. And pump and breastfeed, it is all hard, friends. But so are you. You are hard and tough and strong, and you can get through things. And yes, it's okay to get overwhelmed and have the normal emotions first. But if you take little steps that get you closer to who you are, that's how you really make change. And so if your story is that I'm depressed in my closet, so I'm gonna move my desk out, and I'm drained talking to patients all day because I don't have the answers they need. So I'm going to spend the afternoon recharging with my kids. And my back hurts because I just sit at a desk and that's not my norm. I'm going to go for a run. And I'm going to commit to cooking food that tastes good. And I'm going to record some extra videos. And I'm going to curl my hair because it makes me happy. And I'm going to take care of myself. And I'm going to read stories to my kids. or I'm Whatever, I don't really care what you do. My point is that we are all really different people and the one thing that I am seeing that is the opposite of adaptability, there's two main things and these are the things that I want to put in you. So number one is what I said earlier. Instead of looking at a challenge or looking at a hard time or looking at a problem and saying, how can I take this situation as an opportunity to be more me, you lean into the bad even more. And that is actually taking you further away from who you really are. So when your denial is so strong that you start behaving in ways that are not true to who you are, that is a problem. Okay, so number one, don't let challenge take you further away from your true self. Have a notebook, have a life planning document on your computer. I looked at mine. I mean, I look at it all the time. I was writing it the other morning. Oh, it's like 78 pages long right now. It just keeps on going. But have some place where you can put down your thoughts in real tangible words that you can then read to remind you of the things that are important to you and the person you want to be even if you're not that person right now so that you can think about what can i do to be more like her how can i get closer to that person and give yourself forgiveness for the behaviors that have brought you away from that person if you have leaned into quarantine and getting laid off of your job and not having clinicals by eating potato chips and watching Tiger King and not working out and feeling sad for yourself, that's okay. Forgive yourself. Give yourself grace. You are not perfect, and that's okay. But this is the time, so if you're listening to this now, this is the time to start fresh, okay? You gave yourself the time to grieve. Now it's time to move forward. And the second thing that I am seeing so much of right now and I always see it when people are faced with a challenge is comparison. The comparison game, you guys, is so strong and I think it is so bad right now because we are all living our life online. So we're not with other people as much yet we're seeing them online all the time and I really think that the comparison game It's hurting a lot of people because you're seeing other people's highlight reel and you are feeling inadequate or that your goals don't matter or that you should be doing something bigger or better. And I am by no means saying you need to go write a novel, feed the world, become a chef extraordinaire, or homeschool your kids like you're a teacher. You don't have to do those things. You do not. And I feel super strongly that for most of us, myself included, this is not a pause or a break or time off. We're actually working harder and doing more than we usually do. And so when you see other people Pinteresting it up, it can be really tough. So stop comparing. Remember this. Remember, remember, remember. They have different goals than you do. You are the only version of you. You are the only one who knows what's important to you. And what is important to you is not what's gonna be important to every Karen on Facebook or your neighbors or your kids' classroom, parents, whatever. It doesn't matter what your other friends are doing during this time. If you're out of clinical rotations and you have friends writing research papers and doing other things, they have their own goals. You have yours. What are yours? Being adaptable to me means making changes that are proactive. In the face of adversity, looking at a hard situation and changing yourself to fit it. Instead of saying, Dear world, you need to change it to fit me, you say, The world is not working right now. My place in it is not feeling right. So I'm going to make some action steps to be myself in this world and be closer to who I am or the person I want to be or the things that are important to me. And that's where you can't lose. If life truly is a game where things are being thrown at you at any moment, I mean, just think about life the board game. Isn't that what it's all about? You're moving your little car around and you get hit by a tornado or you strike gold and things are constantly thrown at you that are different. How you react to those situations are the things that are going to make you stronger and that are going to define you. And it's okay if you're not perfect but you deserve to start using your voice and to start using your actions to suit the person that you really are. Because if you're listening to this podcast, you care about yourself. You want to understand your body better. You want to live a life full of balance. Do something great, have a family. And I commend you for all of those things. And I'm so inspired by all of you. I'm going to tell you this right now my world is not going the way I wanted it to or the way that I thought it would be. And that's okay. That is totally okay. I've come to peace with the fact that I can't control the situation. And by bringing the best version of me to the table, by staying true to my goals of empowering with education, being authentic, being a good mom, that I'll get through this. And is it going to be emotionally draining? And are things going to change on the horizon? And are there going to be questions that I don't have the answers to? I am sure of it. I'm sure of it. But when you get to the other side of a challenge and you look back, how often do you say, that was good. That was exactly what I needed. I mean, I felt that way about quitting my last job. I was so scared and what if no, I couldn't get another job and what if I couldn't take care of patients and what should I do and then I quit it and it was immediate relief oh this was of course the right decision that I needed to open up the other doors and to become a better version of myself and I felt the same way about moving my desk out of my closet because yesterday I sat there with sunshine coming in the window and I felt happier So your adaptability comes in all types of forms. It can be huge, big, major moves, and it can be tiny little things that don't even seem like they matter. They all matter. Remember being a child and that sometimes your best memories are the simplest things. Simple things matter. Simplifying your life to focus on the things that bring you joy is never the wrong answer. And if you can hold tight to the things that bring you joy and that define who you are and what your goals are, That is how you stay adaptable in the face of change. And that's how you come out of this on the other side of any hard decision, knowing that you did the right thing for you and feeling like it was an opportunity and believing that things happen for a reason. And I'm sure eventually we're all going to hug each other a little tighter, savor our nights out with friends even more, and do things with a different perspective because of this. And I'm not saying this is an easy time. People are losing their lives. People are losing family members. People are sick. People are losing jobs. The economy is in a crazy place. The world is going to look different. And that's okay. The world will be different. But I care about who you will be when the world is different. I care about how you get through this. And I want you to get through this being the best version of yourself that there is. And that, my friends, is adaptability. So remember that I don't want you to lean into the hard and let it be taking you further away from who you are. And I don't want you to compare yourself to everybody that you're seeing online right now. They are not you. You are you. You have your own goals, your own things that bring you joy, your own life that's important to you. What is important to you? What brings you joy? What is your goal? those are my questions for you. Please, friends, stay safe. I know that I'm thinking of all of you. As always, I appreciate all your love and support. This podcast means a lot to me, even if I'm just sitting on my pink rug recording it in my closet myself. Thank you for every share, rate, review. I love it. I would also love if you'd hop over to the YouTube channel, give me a thumbs up, a subscribe, a like. It's Natalie Crawford, MD, talking about fertility topics and the same sort of thing, just in a much more awkward fashion and very often wearing pink. Thank you guys so much. Have a good one.